Hey, hey, hey. February 13th, the day before Valentine's Day, 2019. It's uh, 9.40 in the morning. Let me, uh, you know what I'm doing. I'm getting ready to walk bud. And uh, it's 51 degrees. Holy cow, it's kind of chilly today. Overcast. It's, uh, these episodes started in the, in the uh, summer when it was really hot out. And uh, this is February 13th. It's a, a chilly time of year. It might get to 70 today. But uh, it's chilly and overcast. And in a few months, not too far from now, it's going to be blazing hot out here. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the people in Minnesota, there's like minus 30 sometimes. Very, very cold. Intense cold. Yeah, I don't miss that at all. But we'll get our intense heat. Intense heat, which is a little different. So tomorrow morning early, I'm gonna, Bud's going to get a little cut. We don't get his, uh, his hair is really long now. And he looks pretty cool. But when it gets hot, we usually shave him down and he, and he looks like a different dog. It's pretty funny. So I, I, I got to give some shout out to Bud. You know, he's the star of the show. So I did listen to a little bit of that podcast when we got Bud eating his food. That was pretty cool. You could hear him crunching away. And um, so you're heading out. Um, what is this podcast? It's kind of... I'm thinking maybe it's kind of like an audio journal. <laughs> you know, journaling. I, I don't know. I started doing that about three or four years ago. And it's, it's kind of, I wonder if it's like working out. That you go, you exercise, lift weights, and you don't really see a lot of impact. But then after like six, seven months, all the cumulative effect of it all starts coming on to you. So I'm sure the listeners can relate to hearing impassionate messages about recommendations about doing different disciplines. And hopefully you just have some that you just can build on and go, yeah, that's takes a while to build up the discipline. So journaling, writing, I'm doing my chapter a day work and, uh, yeah, and the other big announcements, I kind of just kind of subtly slipped it in there. Uh, November 5th is going to be launch day for my book, which currently, I did, I think I mentioned that, it's currently titled The Six Sola. And uh, I'm hoping that sticks, but I'm not an expert on these things, so we'll see. I kind of I like that Six Sola thing. It, it goes a lot of ways. And it does... Uh, it just fits with what I want to get across, I guess. Put the message out there. Does it stick? Does it resonate? Does it, is it helpful? I think it is. So, but we'll find out. And I, I, the podcast, I'm kind of curious because it has maybe the last few, about 20 plays. But again, I don't know if it's just people searching stumbling on something goofy and and they um listen to it for about 30 seconds and go this is crazy i'm not you know and then just shut it down so i don't 
Google Hangouts used to have a thing where you could sort of see like the people, like how, how many minutes did they actually listen to it? And you get like statistics and, you know, to the listener, to you, I mean, that's not important because you're listening and doing whatever you decide to do with this thing. Um, but yeah, to me, I'm kind of wondering what, uh, what connects with people? What, what is it? And, uh, so we're just getting started walking the dog. And, uh, so yeah, November 5th, not too far. I got, got some work to do, got some help coming in, some, some professional help to, to shape this thing and, uh, go from there. What else? What else? So I'm reading and, uh, as I do when I start a, basically it's like a 150 day, um, sequence. So 150, um, plus 150 is 300. So basically during the year, I should be able to do this twice. And I do, I think I'm getting pretty efficient at it. So I, I start, um, I've modified it. I start with John chapter 21, and I may have mentioned that before, so I'm not going to talk about that. Then I go into Acts to get kind of like an overview of what this Paul guy is up to. And then I go into Paul's letters as he wrote them. And having just read the book of Acts, I kind of have a good um, connection as to how these thoughts that he writes down flow out. So it's just that's just my my thing. And uh, uh, was in Acts chapter 6, nice short verse, or short chapter. And then it, it kind of sets up chapter 7 because uh, that's a dramatic event early on because uh, Stephen, a couple of things. At the end of chapter 6, it says that they were upset with him and what he was saying. And, but they, they noticed like his face was glowing like an angel or something. So, so he was filled with the spirit. So I'm having, the, most churches don't speak about the Holy Spirit. And, uh, unless, and they're like, it seems like they're afraid to, because they're like, oh, if you talk about the Holy Spirit, then you're charismatic. So, um, I reject those labels and trying to group people in it. And I kind of wish it wasn't that way because um, it's it's like this. It's almost like marketing churches. Like, well, we got to differentiate ourselves from the other churches. So we believe in infant baptism. They don't believe in infant baptism. They they believe in this kind of spiritual. You know, this is what they think about the Holy Spirit and baptism of the Holy Spirit. And these are what these people think. You know, and so it ends up being this big. Well, I belong to this church, so therefore. If I hear someone talking about the Holy Spirit, then I have to put it in this framework and put it in this context. And I'm just reading. I just I just suggest read the Bible. I know people will say that, but they, they say, well, you just got to read the Bible. But, but do, do people really do it? Do people really read it with, with uh, an intent to start with a fresh thought? Or do they, they come in with their already preconceived notions their own you know they have this statement of faith you know this is our statement of faith at this church it's on the website this is what we believe about eschatology and, blah, 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 and all this stuff they have all, all these 
<laughs> all these uh, terms and, and theologies and doctrines and things, you know. And so if you, if you, I can't imagine many people really read those things because they're usually like lofty statements and sentences. It's just kind of weird. So I'm kind of anti-statement of faith things. A lot of churches love it, you know, and they have their doctrines. I don't even know what all the Christian organized religion terms, I'm sure the, the people that belong have a strong affiliation to their particular organized religion. I'm sure they really dug in on their their beliefs, but what I'm trying to do is a refreshing look and just read. What does it say? I mean, if it says that Stephen's uh, was filled with the Holy Spirit and his face shone brightly or something like they I mean Luke's writing down what he observed or heard that this was happening so you don't have to like quickly go like well I don't know you got to put it in context you got to look at the whole Bible you got to let the Bible interpret the Bible you know so then you find some verse that says like the Holy Spirit somehow there's some justification that the Holy Spirit no longer like is is uh like it was with the apostles right so somehow magically you can conjure up a statement of faith that says oh no they, you know there's no baptism of the holy spirit like when you when you believe you know this is these are doctrinal things you know like oh you know you, when, when you believe the gospel you know and the gospel you know the g-a-w-s-s-p-u-h-l gospel their gospel what they think the gospel is then you you're automatically baptized in the holy spirit you know it doesn't it's not like back then of course you know it's an inerrant bible but it doesn't you know we know in year 2000 that with all these smart geniuses that have lived and studied the greek and all this stuff they know that you know you you say the prayer you repent and believe and maybe understand the four spiritual laws or the bridge illustration or you know go through the roman road man and you become born again yeah and then you, you get the baptism of the holy spirit you know that, you know we know that we 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 oh yeah we we know all about that you know they, they you know when acts 18 comes along and apollos is preaching correctly about jesus he has all the knowledge about Jesus, which reminds me of a seminary graduate. So he's very eloquent, and he can teach about Jesus correctly. But what happens? Priscilla and Aquila pull him aside and go, Dude, you don't understand the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Gee, well, it's in the Bible. Oh, yeah, well, let's ignore that, man, because, you know, it doesn't fit in with our statement of faith and our belief system, because, you know, we've, been, we've been had hundreds of people go through the seminary, and you know we study that Bible. You gotta, you gotta read that Greek. Get it, you know. You gotta get that Greek. So, um, therefore, if we succumb to the leadership around us, then we would believe. You know, we say, like, well, you know, that happened for Apollos, but you know, they didn't have the four spiritual laws back then. We've kind of created those in the bridge illustrations. So, you know, it's just natural that, you know. Now, when you believe that you just, you know, automatically get the Holy Spirit, you know, it just happens. You don't have to, you don't have to read, you know, those texts, you can just kind of ignore Acts 18 because 
That's not the way it works anymore, man. It just doesn't work that way. It doesn't happen that way. Some things happen that way. Some things just happen that way. So, anyways, that's my reading of that. And so, we have Stephen. Back to Stephen. So he's full of the Holy Spirit. He's preaching, teaching. And he talks a lot about... So chapter 7 is all about um, these leaders pulling Stephen aside and questioning him, challenging him, saying, what, what are you doing, man? Hey, what's going on here? So, so he for whatever reason, again, it says he's filled with the Holy Spirit, and he preaches the, uh, he, he talks through the history. You know, the, these are all Jewish people, so when they all have been taught about Moses and things, so he does a real interesting talk through the Moses experience, right? So he, for whatever reason, he decides, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna walk through how this all started, how we got here and talk about Moses and how the guys didn't believe Moses either. You know, you're the same guys that, you know, you're just part of the same people that were following the Moses story. You've been living it for a thousand years. And it's gone on to, to David and slave, you know, getting out of slavery in Egypt and all that. And, and this was told to Abraham and uh, so when we read Acts 7, um, because I'm not going to church and having a minister like, hey, we're going to go through Acts. For the next six months, we're going to read through Acts. So now we're in book, we're in chapter 7. So some dude stands up there and tells you what it says and probably has some kind of an agenda for you. And give you some kind of life application for you, right? So that happens on Sunday mornings, typically. But what I'm suggesting is, hey, just read it yourself. Just take time. It may take 30 minutes, 15, 30 minutes. I, I know there's no specific number. But just once you start the, the habit of it, and, and just, and I enjoy it. It's, to me, it's... Like I almost feel like I can't start the day without it. And I probably heard other people say that too, you know. I'm not I'm not discovering something quote unquote new. I'm just expressing my experience. So I'm sure others have said it before to get that day started. But it just doesn't really connect with me, it hasn't. It's like, yeah, okay, I get it, dude. Usually because that's someone's in church setting, sitting there. They're not out walking their dog when they're telling me. <laughs> they're not out doing life, you know, walking the dog, picking up dog poop, you know, dropping some deep theology on you while, while walking the dog. So, um, yeah, so hopefully that resonates with the listener. All 20 of you, if you listen to it or not and um so i keep going so steven he uh we know we know he gets killed during that experience and saul was there who later becomes paul so and right after that that was kind of the 
the excitement there, right? They all get excited about knocking off Stephen, bury him, and uh, I read chapter 8 this morning, so 7 was yesterday. And I kind of carry it through because it's a continuous story, so I often now kind of say, okay, what happened yesterday? What was going on? And then quickly get into today's, along with correlating, if there is any correlation between what goes on in my life and and what uh, God's doing. So, and a lot of this is just, it also reinforces, like, what are some of the core tenets, you know, that, I don't know if tenets is the right word, but what are some of the core things or main things I'm getting out of it? And I'd say right now it's it's uh, being in the presence of God and knowing that God is with me at all, at all times and and wanting to be involved in my life. And there's this these 12 foundational truths of uh, our life with God by John Ortberg, which I really like. And uh, some of them are like, we're tempted to live outside the moment and worry about the future, worry about everything, but just live in the moment. And it's been a hard lesson for me. I don't know, your listener, maybe you got it nailed down. So as I speak and I kind of talk about my experience, I'm speaking not from someone who thinks I've got it all figured out. I'm, I'm on the path of growth myself and trying to move forward. And I, I see glimpses of benefit. Like, I'm not, I don't think I'm so much of a jerk anymore. Well, I still am a jerk, but I'm getting less of a jerk, right? And Twitter is a good avenue for me to see my level of jerkness. So I've kind of st- stirred the pot in my limited way and you know, you, you tweet things, and who knows who reads them, where they go. Just kind of like this podcast. This is like a long tweet. <laughs> and uh, it's a verbal tweet, you know. And it's more than 140 characters. So, um, yeah, I kind of stirred up some stuff and not knowing what, uh, what it's going to do. And, of course, my thing is I don't have a, a real Twitter. Morning. Hey, they're okay. I, I'll see if they're friendly here. Okay, well, I got him on. A, this is Buddy. He's on a leash, so if he starts snipping, I'll pull him away. Looks like they're okay. Oh, there we go. <laughs> okay bud that was good you said hi let's go buddy oh here we go good morning yeah good dogs are great they're all you still is this one a little bit older no he's quite a bit younger really Okay. Anti-social. Anti- <laughs> well, she's a little social, but people don't. Well, other. Actually, she's just a little too loud. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, this guy barks like crazy in certain circumstances. He's not barking now, but he'll he'll get kind of nutty when strangers come by. No, Roger's, Roger's pretty good natured. How old? Like three years old? Four? Uh, he's five or he, no, I take that back. Roger's seven. Okay. Sally here is 15. 15, all right. Well, this is Buddy. He's about four and a half, five. And uh, yeah, it's first dog. I feel like I want to get him cloned because he's yeah. so fun, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, you have a great day. Come on, bud. So Twitter, Twitter and my jerk behavior. See, like, that was an interaction I had with a real person and some real dogs, right? Right there for the podcast. Oh, natural. And uh, walking on, probably wonder if he, if he's observing what I'm doing, but I'm pretty far away now, but probably doesn't know I'm talking, quote unquote, to myself, but it's really talking to um, you, talking to you. So Twitter, yeah, some guy went off on me. It was pretty interesting. So this is where I kind of see some personal transformation and growth. I, I decided, I'm, you know, I'm not going to go after this guy personally or try to assume some that I know this person because I don't, you know, and, and I I don't have my own. I, I don't really like Twitter in a way, but I, I it's like a entertainment for me. I don't see it as a, a, a useful device so much. So there's, I mean, I notice there's pretty much there's the people that self-promote, which is a useful tool for them because they'll, they'll tweet out like, hey, I got a new book out, or oh, hey, read my article on this, and oh, yeah. You know, so they do a lot of self-promotion. But I, I have a fictitious character as my um, persona, let's say. And I, I really like that because I really don't want people digging into my, my personal history and stuff, you know. So I try to not reveal much, too much personal stuff about me. And in fact, I have a nice um, Asian um, photo of a guy, I mean, just an Asian hipster. So I got this good, lo- good looking young guy who uh, I project as being from Shanghai, China. So, but his English must be really good. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> and he's snarky too. He's <laughs> he's got some good English snark in him. So that's my uh my Twitter guy. And so some guy was going after me. It was pretty interesting. And I decided, you know, I'm gonna love this guy. He's I'm not gonna argue with him, I'm just gonna say and I'm I, I kinda have some comments to him that were like a little bit probably subtle like jabs to kind of like wake him up and go look i'm not arguing with you dude you know he's taking it he's a guy that like took it way off on a tangent and so i kind of rolled with it and tried to I, i was responding what i thought was kind you know i wasn't personally attacking him and 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 as is the case on twitter you have other people observing and so there was one other Twitter follower that probably is more in my mindset and um, 
the guy was, uh, he must have responded with like 20 tweets. I mean, this was, this was like, um, to me, it was like finding some fun entertainment time. But like most of those 20 tweets were like Proverbs 927. It was just like quoting the Bible, you know, just kind of spitting out Bible references at me. And it made me wonder like, dude, I mean, I know it's Twitter and you only have 140 characters, but you're not really communicating with me or anyone if you just spew out a Bible verse. Cause like, I don't, you gotta like, especially Proverbs that my favorite was when he, he said the dog is outside and something, I don't know what it was, but he, he quoted the dogs are outside of some proverb or something. And I go, wait a minute, you're wrong. Bud's right here next to me. He's like four feet away. He's inside. So what are you trying to communicate? You know, so I guess some people call that being a smart ass, but I was gentle with the guy. I wasn't like, I know I can be a lot more nasty and I wasn't. So I think that was a, a good thing not to be nasty. So for whatever reason, Bud decided to go on an abbreviated walk today, which is nice. So I can get going and do some other stuff. But I enjoyed uh, Stephen. What a guy. Very unpleasant uh, experience uh, for him. But maybe he's like me on Twitter and, and just kind of rolled with it. And uh, he was, as Rob Bell would say, he was in on the joke. The whole, or the party has been going on the whole time. Which also reminds me of my recent verbalization or naming it, naming that eternal life has already begun. So you listeners, uh, trying to, I'll drop a little parting thought for you. Uh, especially, most of us have been taught a lot of Christian ideas and theology and it's all good. And, uh, but letting it sink in, eternal life, you know, we, we kind of think, Oh, we're we're just here suffering right now, and this sucks. And you know, God is not with us; He's just up in heaven judging and waiting to review every stupid thing we've done in our lives. But my framework's changing to wait a minute. We're this message in this Bible is that God is with us, wants to be with us, wants to have a relationship with us. So, really. This eternal life thing starts now. And I kind of see that with Stephen, too, even though it's a... If I put the boundary or framework around this physical living life, well, then, you know, that's tragedy, what happened to Stephen. But uh, in the eternal perspective, he's up there now. And uh, he's going through the changes so okay I'm back home I'm going to end it right now and may you have a wonderful day and let's see the abbreviated version of the podcast was only less than 30 minutes perhaps there was plenty of gems in there for you you all have a great day